This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 198. How do you grade yourself and valuable to others or only you? By Derek Sivers of Sivers.org. Get ready to maximize your potential with Optimal Living Daily, the podcast that brings you the best in personal development and productivity every day of the week. Your optimal life awaits. Now here's your host, Justin Mollick. What's going on, old friends? Welcome to the Optimal Living Daily Podcast, where I read personal development blogs to you so you don't have to read it yourself. I'm Justin Mollick, the guy who wears pajamas for probably about 60% of his life. It's already Silver Sunday again. Time's flying, and we're already at the end of June, which is crazy. And that means it's almost time for a book giveaway. I'll be giving away a book by The Minimalist to a random person on my email list. So if you're interested in that and want to get some free spreadsheets from me, come by oldpodcast.com and enter your email address. Or you could also join really quickly by texting the word OPTIMAL to the number 44222. Either way gets you in and you'll get your digital downloads from me immediately. Plus you'll be entered to win a book every single month, if not more. And again, this book is won by The Minimalists. And if you didn't know, Derek Sivers is actually a minimalist himself. See how that all ties together? Anyway, let's uh, get to it and start optimizing your life. How do you grade yourself? By Derek Sivers of Sivers.org. In New York City, there are dozens of buildings that say Trump on them. As I was driving about an hour into the rural countryside, I even saw a Donald J. Trump park. It made me wonder if he grades himself by how many valuable properties bear his name. Plenty of real estate tycoons have made billions without putting their name on everything, but maybe that's his measure. Then I thought about how we all grade ourselves by different measures. For some people, it's as simple as how much money they make. When their net worth is going up, they know they're doing well. For others, it's how much money they give. For some people, it's how many people's lives they can influence for the better. For others, it's how deeply they can influence just a few people's lives. For me, it's how many useful things I create. Things can be songs, companies, articles, websites, or anything else I created. But doing something useful that doesn't need my creative contribution doesn't interest me. And if I create something that's not useful to anyone, it doesn't count. Friends. I asked a few friends, how do you grade yourself? And got some great answers. Pilar, a teacher, said, how many kids I'm steering in a positive direction? Mara said, how well I'm achieving the various goals I've set out for myself. Gary Jewell said, how helpful I'm being and noted that his measure has been changing now that he has family. Ariel Hyatt said, how my work affects and resonates with people, and how many great joy-filled moments I've spent with the people in my life. Jared Rose, my business coach, said, 
My personal measure is how loved my friends and family feel by me and how much of a difference I've made in their life. My business measure is how much of an impact I've made for my clients and their customers. I grade that by the percentage improved. Tim Ferriss said, both of equal importance, how many people I help overcome fears, and my rate of skill acquisition. I like to have at least two measurements, but not too many to diversify your identity, just like you would diversify a portfolio to hedge against risk. If one of your metrics takes a nosedive due to factors outside of your control, you want a balancing metric that can make progress and save you from depression. Interesting. You? It's tempting to say how happy I am. But like Einstein said, quote, everything should be made as simple as possible, but not simpler, unquote. For this question, I think happiness is the end result of living in line with your measure or grading yourself well. So I'm interested in the second to last step, the measure where the positive result is happiness. So what's that measure for you? What are the common threads running through your pursuits in life? How many places you visit? How many people you can call friends? What you weigh? How much time you spend laughing? How long you live? I'm sincerely curious to hear different points of view on this. Valuable to Others or Only You by Derek Sivers of Sivers.org When I'm hot, it's hard for me to imagine that others in the room are cold. I think it really is hot, not that it's hot only for me. It feels like fact, not opinion. When I do something that's really valuable to me, it's hard for me to imagine that it's not valuable to others. I think it really is valuable, not that it's valuable only for me. It feels like fact, not opinion. This is common and understandable. Our personal perception feels real. It's hard to see things from another person's point of view. This is also the core of the starving artist problem. When someone creates something that is really important, powerful, and valuable to them, it's hard to imagine that it's not important, powerful, and valuable to others. But money only comes from doing something valuable to others. The starving artist pours his heart into personal expression that's incredibly valuable to him, but not, yet, valuable to others. That's why no money comes. The good news is, there are two ways out of the starving artist problem, and either one can be fun. Number one, focus on making your art more valuable to others. Art doesn't end at the edge of the canvas. Keep going. Constantly think of the audience point of view. Constantly ask, how can I be more valuable to them? You may come up with ideas like, convert what you do from a public display to a personal service. Every work is customized for hire. Spread a fascinating version of your history so they can get interested in the person first and art second. Be more entertaining so that people don't need sophisticated tastes to appreciate your art. Watch the scene in Amadeus where Mozart honestly loves his friend's lowbrow opera. Use scarcity. Make your show's invitation only. Engage more senses. If you're a visual artist, incorporate audio so even the blind would love it. If you're a musician, make a live performance so visually interesting that even the deaf would love it. Can you even incorporate smell, touch, or taste? Push to new shocking extremes to give people something to discuss afterwards. Go where money is already flowing. Adapt what you do to match the needs of businesses, holiday resorts, hospitals, universities, etc. Then force yourself to try all the best ideas, even if it seems unnatural at first. Read books about business and psychology to get more ideas, since many brilliant minds are asking the same question from a different perspective. Keep doing this repeatedly, paying attention to feedback from others, and you will become more valuable. Though if you find in the long run this makes you more miserable than excited, try the other way. Number two, stop expecting it to be valuable to others. Accept it as personal and precious to only you. Get your money elsewhere. 
So my girlfriend is very valuable to me and her, but luckily I'm not trying to make it valuable to others. If you stop expecting your art to be valuable to anyone but you, your conflicted mind can finally be at peace. Do it only because you love it, and it honestly doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. You might even keep it private like a diary just to be clear who it's really for. You'll probably be happier with your art because of this change in mindset. Ironically, others may appreciate it more too, though you honestly won't care. You just listened to the post titled How Do You Grade Yourself and Valuable to Others or Only You by Derek Sivers of Sivers.org. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I totally relate to the very first sentence of that last post about how when you're feeling hot that you can't imagine everyone else being cold. It's hard to step out of your own shoes sometimes, especially when we get wrapped up in our own emotions. And I know meditation helps with that, but it's an incredibly difficult thing to actually do. I should read more posts about meditation, or I could even walk you through one if that's something you're interested in. Just let me know. I'm doing this for you and want to keep the content fresh and something you look forward to. You can come by oldpodcast.com and get in touch with me there. That's probably the easiest way. And while you're there, it'd be awesome if you join my mailing list. You can reply to any of the emails I send you to get in touch with me. Plus, you'll be entered to win a book every month, like I mentioned earlier, and get a bunch of free stuff from me to help you optimize your life, all for being part of the OLD family for free. And that's it for this week's Silver Sunday episode of Optimal Living Daily. Tomorrow's another Minimalist Monday edition of the show, so I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily too. And together, we'll optimize your financial life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.